0: Hey guys, it's Melissa here. Today, I wanted to talk to you about finding your passion. Have you lost your passion for life? It's an honest question. It's a serious question. And when I meditated on what I should be talking about today, what I got was, do you have a passion? So many of us go through life and we just have lost our passion for life many things. We just kind of go through life day to day, and we don't really have a passion for anything. We just get up in the morning, kind of grumble while we put on our face or get ready, get in the car, go to work. Same old, same old, right? Every day, you're like, Ugh, same stuff, different day, right? And everyone feels that way from time to time, but Most of us, like what we do, we have a passion for what we do, or we at least have something we're passionate about. Do you have something you're passionate about, or have you just lost your passion for life in general? It's an honest question, and it's not a question to make you feel bad about yourself. It's a question to ask yourself to say, have I lost touch with myself? Who am I? What do I enjoy doing? I mean, think about it. I'm going to relay my own life, and then you see if you can draw any parallels to your own. So when I was younger, I was a people pleaser in a big way. I always wanted everyone to like me. And I just, I didn't have a ton of friends because... Even as a young person, I could tell when people were being fake and I didn't want to have fake friends, so I only had a few good friends. So I didn't have a super ton of friends. I kind of kept to myself because being in large crowds was a little overwhelming for me and it wasn't until obviously now that I understood why that was. I didn't know I was an empath, I didn't know I had abilities. So I kind of kept to myself I did what I was supposed to do. I went to church regularly with my aunt because I wanted to make her happy because I looked up to her. Not that there's anything wrong with going to church, but I would go with her and there were a lot of things that I really agreed with and a lot of things that I really didn't. Did I speak up about it? No. I just kept to myself and I just took what I agreed with and kind of left what I didn't, which is what I still do to this day. Whatever resonates with me, I take. And whatever doesn't, I leave. And I think that's good advice for anyone. But I didn't have a particular passion for necessarily anything. Now, when I got to high school, I loved German. We had an exchange student and I thought the experience was so fun and so cool that we had somebody here from another country and everything was different and he would tell us about everything in his life and how different it was from our lives. That to me was very intriguing. So I went to college. And I should say, at the end of high school, I took German in high school because of our exchange student. And I did go to Germany with my high school. And that was a really, really cool experience for me. And I loved it. I loved every minute of it. But then I went to college. And, sorry guys. Doing this at home and my dogs are in a play. It's always playtime whenever it's time to record a podcast. Now I know what Julia Treat was talking about. My dogs do the exact same thing. But anyway... I, you know, I took German in high school, I went to Germany, but then I went to college and I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I really wasn't sure at all. I thought when I first went there, oh yes, I wanna go into psychology. I understand now why I wanted to do that because I connect with people and I understand their problems and I understand how to connect with them and to tap into what their problems really are. But I didn't understand in college that That wasn't really the study of psychology per se. It was just I was tapping into their energy and I was tapping into my own intuition. I had no clue what that was back then. But I thought it was interesting, something I could work with. So I majored in psychology. And I, halfway through, had people talk me out of it and say, you're never going to be able to do anything in psychology. It said, you know, then you're never going to find a job because you either have to become a counselor and you have to go and get your master's right away and your doctorate and then it's a lot of money and it doesn't pay, you know, you have to, it's like a business, you've got to build it up. So I was very discouraged by that. So I backed away from that and my family said, well, you should be a teacher and I, definitely didn't think I wanted to do that because I knew my mom was a teacher and I knew the hours she worked and how thankless it could be sometimes. And I thought, I don't want to do that. But I wanted to do something with German. And my advisor said, well, why don't you do international business? So I said, okay. And basically I just said, okay, because I didn't have a better plan or a better option. So it's what I did. And I went through college and graduated, and my family was so proud. They're like, she's going to travel for business and all of this. And the funny thing was that I was kind of a homebody, and I liked to travel, but not all the time. And when I realized that a lot of these jobs that I was going to get with international business would be based in New York or based in Chicago or based in some other big city, I was totally terrified by that and thought, no, that's not for me. I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to be away from my family. I love my family, and I I don't want to be away from St. Louis. I love St. Louis. There's nothing really that I don't like about it. It's just, you know, I just want to do this job. Well, that led me to my first job, which was finance manager, and I hated it so much. I had zero passion for this job. It was the worst job ever. It paid decently I suppose for someone who just graduated, although not even really, but it did pay more than a first year teacher's salary, I will say that. But I hated it and every day was a struggle and I worked there for about a year and it felt like 20 years. I felt like I put a lifetime in, I just hated it. There was no passion there for me whatsoever. And same thing in my personal life. Like, I met people, but I was just like, I don't have anything I'm passionate about. When you go through life without having a passion for something, it's miserable. It's like you feel lost and you feel stuck. and You're like, where do I belong? Like, I don't fit in here, but I don't fit in there. And I don't know. You almost feel like, To me, it almost feels like you were born in the wrong century, if that makes any sense. Like, I don't fit in with people my age, and I don't fit in here, because it just feels like a lot of things are off. Like, you don't really fit in anywhere, because you don't have the same ideals, the people you work with, or the people you hang out with, and I don't know. So it just feels like you're kind of in limbo somewhere, and you don't feel like you really fit in anywhere, and there's no passion anywhere and a lot of people end up at some point in their life in that same spot. And not everybody, you know, some people are lucky enough that they find a passion wherever they go. That's awesome. That wasn't the case for me. And I know it's not the case for a lot of people. A lot of people at some point during their life and it doesn't matter when, but just at some point you feel like I don't I don't know what this is about. Like I don't have a passion for life anymore. And I told you that part of the spiritual awakening process is we go through that point in our lives where we're like, what is this all about? We're questioning everything because we're like, this doesn't make sense. It's like, why is this really it? Is this all there is? What are we doing here? What is the point? We just start questioning everything in ourselves and like all the choices I've made. And that's really a big part of the spiritual awakening But the biggest thing is you realize you don't have a passion for much. There's just not a passion for a lot of things in your life. And sometimes it's for things you should have a passion for, you know? It's like, I have this career that I studied all this time for and I don't have a passion for it. Or I love my family life and I love my family, but it's a struggle because I'm here doing this on my own and it's Difficult, it's a lot harder than I thought it would be because I was supposed to have a partner when I did this and now I don't and my partner instead of helping me and working with me and being a team is like fighting against everything I do and it's a struggle. It's like everything is an uphill battle. We're not a team, we constantly fight against each other, and now it's just a struggle all the time and it's it's Aggravating, it's heart wrenching, it's so frustrating, and it should be joyous. And it's not because of the circumstances, it's not because I don't enjoy my life, but just it's because of the circumstances and because of what it is. It is a struggle. And I know I'm speaking to some of you directly because if you are dealing with an ex. Or you're dealing with a spouse that isn't pulling their weight and isn't helping you, everything is a constant struggle. And what should be a beautiful, harmonious life is a constant uphill battle. And you're tired. You're tired and you're frustrated and you're so exhausted and drained and you don't even know where to go anymore. And life is not fun, it's not passionate. You've lost your zeal and your zest for life because you're so in a battle. It's a struggle. It is a constant struggle. And honey, I know that struggle. I've been there more times than I care to even admit. But it's like the universe is wanting me to talk about this. And the universe is wanting me to ask you, where's your passion? Where's your passion? And as I say this, my dogs sound like they're ripping each other's throats out and I apologize, but they're just playing. Uh, Why they decide to play right at my feet. It's that uphill battle, right? I'm trying to work. Let's go play by mom and sound like we're ripping each other's hearts out. But they're, I have to say, they're really, really cute, but sometimes you just like, really? It is like kids. Being a pet owner, it's like having kids. But I wouldn't trade them. But, Yeah, every time I go to do a podcast, like, let's go sit by her feet and just wrestle. Sure, that's a great idea. But anyway, the universe is wanting me to ask you, what is your passion and where is your passion? Because if you're feeling like you're going through life and you don't have a passion anymore or you don't know what your passion is, that's a problem, folks. And not to say that's a problem, you should be ashamed. No, 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 no. Don't do the guilt-shaming spiral thing. Don't do that. It's not your fault. What I'm telling you is the universe wants you to be passionate about something, to feel good about something, and not to feel bad, but just to feel like you love life. The universe wants you to be happy and excited about life again. And it's really all about that. And if you're not, I'm here to try to help you figure out what that's all about. How can you get passionate about your life again? What is it that you're passionate about? I mean, you know, for some of us, this is the struggle. It's like we don't even know who we are anymore. We've been a mom for so long or a teacher or a nurse or... finance officer whatever it is that you do for a living it's like we become that and then we don't know who we are what are we besides a mom or besides a wife or besides a daughter or besides aunt or besides the teacher nurse doctor whatever whoever you are whatever you've identified with in the last few years it's like we slowly morph into those things And those identities and we forget who we truly are and the thing is god wants us to be totally passionate about life we're supposed to love our lives and yet for most of us we do anything but that have you ever had those days where you just wanted to pull the covers over your head and not get out of bed throw something at the alarm and just not even get out of bed I know I have. I have been overwhelmed to the point that I just didn't even want to face the world that day. And I don't even like admitting that, but it's true. And maybe just me admitting that will allow some of you to recognize or realize that you felt that way too and know that you're not alone. We've all felt that way. When you're not passionate about your life, about your job, and and don't feel bad if you're one of those people who says, you know what, I'm not passionate about being a parent because it's such a burden to me. You know what, I get you, I feel you, I was you. And I resented my ex for that because I wanted to be that parent who... Just was so excited about running my children back and forth, and making the brownies, and doing, being on the field trip, and doing everything. But when you're the only one responsible for that, burnout comes at a high. It's it's a high rate, and it doesn't take much to burn you out. And I gotta tell you, it's frustrating because, for me, and this is hard for me to admit. But through a lot of my children's childhood, when they were very small, I was in survival mode. And so I. there's a lot of it that I just honestly don't remember. And I want to just cry right now I'm telling you that. But I don't because it was all I could do to survive. I was going to school during the day. Well, actually at first I was working during the day going to school at night and then I was student student teaching during the day and working at night and to keep up with all of that and that pace and I've always been a person who just I just go for it and I don't know that that's right but I just put a hundred percent into everything I do and it has a tendency to totally deplete me if I'm not careful Some of you probably know what I'm talking about, especially if you're a tourist like I am. It's just like in our nature or something to take on too much, and we always do that. And that's what I do. It's like, well, I want to be the best at everything I do, and I'm going to do 50,000 things. And the problem is you end up not doing any one thing the 100%. You just do a lot of things kind of well, but it's not the greatest. And for me, the biggest disappointment and upset with that is that I don't feel like i did motherhood the very best that i could have because when my children were sick or something went wrong it was like i got frustrated very easily because while i should have been sleeping because i was totally worn out wiped out exhausted my child was sick and i had to be up cleaning up throw up or you know blowing a nose or rubbing a back or whatever it was. You know, my parents out there understand what I mean, and even aunts and uncles, you guys oh, know what, what I, I mean, mean too, because you, you take care of your nie- nieces and nephews, I know that. You know what I mean. It's like when you could have been sleeping, sorry for Nella, when you should have been sleeping, you're up taking care of this child that you love deeply and would do anything for, but you so just want to sleep and you're so like, I don't know how I'm going to function tomorrow, but I have to and I have to go on and it becomes a thing where you lose passion for everything because you're just so wiped out and you just begin to go through life. You go through the motions of life and I don't say this to say like, oh, I don't love my child. No, 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 no. It's nothing like that. I just One day, I need to sit down and apologize to them because I know that there were times that I was totally depleted and I still tried to give to them and it wasn't enough because I didn't have it to give to them. And I feel bad for that. And I know I should have done better for them. And I sit and think about it now. And what I would tell the younger version of me is you don't have to know everything, you don't have to have all the answers, you don't have to do everything. Just show up for them and love them and be passionate about them. And that's what I'm talking about today is be passionate about something in your life. And if you're not passionate about things, there's probably an imbalance going on somewhere. You'll have to excuse me. I'm also enjoying a cup of coffee here because it's been a long day, but you know... You've got to have passion in your life for something, and if you feel like you know I just work so much, and then when I get home, like I don't have time for my kids, or I just don't have the energy. I feel you, a hundred percent. I know exactly where you're coming from, but I'm here to tell you, you're gonna pick, you're gonna have to pick and choose because God does not want you to go through life feeling. Def- defeated depleted like you don't have the energy or strength to get through it it's just that's not how we're supposed to be living our lives so if you don't feel like you have a passion for anything anymore it's time to do something for yourself And that's the biggest thing that I think people struggle with because they feel like taking things and taking time out for themselves is selfish. It is so not selfish. You have to take care of yourself. Honey, if you don't take care of yourself, you don't have anything to give anyone else. We cannot fill others' cups when ours is empty. Like, we can't. And this is a lesson I still am learning and dealing with every day because I go through life trying to do everything that I have to fit into my schedule. And like just this week, I had to postpone a parent meeting for something for our trip we're taking this summer. And I rescheduled it, but I offered also an online meeting at the same time and I, you know, I just think to myself, okay, you can only give and do so much. And there will always be people who say, that's not enough. And, you know, to that I say, you can, sorry, you can only do, Nala is agreeing with me. Nala, Nala, she's agreeing with me. So you can only great people it's, this is the universe like yeah here you go chime in okay no you can only do so much and people cannot expect more than that from you and this is just another example you know what you got to go with the flow you know my dog barked halfway through my podcast i'm not re recording it i'm not starting over i hope you don't mind but if you do oh well you cannot please everyone you can't do everything she's there again. You can't do everything to make everyone happy. You know, you have to be kind to yourself and be good to yourself. And honestly, the real message that I'm getting here is you have to have a passion for life again, whatever that takes for you to do. If it means dropping some of your responsibilities, do it. You know, if you're the president of the PTA and you're the soccer mom who brings snacks and you're the this and the that and you know what? Knock it off. You're gonna burn yourself out. Stop doing that. No one has to be the perfect mother. No one has to be the perfect wife. No one has to be the perfect whatever fill in the blank. Don't do that to yourself. Stop it. Stop making yourself crazy. Let go of some of the things that you can let go of. You don't have to be Wonder Woman. No one's expecting that, okay? When you can let go of some of the responsibility and burden, do it. When you can ask other people to help, do it. When you can find something to do in your free time that gives you total, complete joy, do it. If you wanna learn French, It. I don't care if you're 97 years old and you decide that you just want to learn French and you're going to go to France. Do it. Do whatever makes you happy. Do what's going to set your soul on fire. And do not, do not give yourself any excuses. Don't pull that I'm too old. I don't have time. I don't have money. I don't have blah, blah, blah. BS. Do not do not give yourself any excuses you are worthy and deserving of the absolute best god believes that i believe that i'm telling you that you need to believe that do what's going to set your soul on fire i have told this to several clients i've had i have said you have to take time for yourself Whether that's locking yourself in a room for an hour, whatever, and saying, this is my time, don't bother me, do not disturb me, I need my time, do it. My kids know at the end of an evening, I go to my room for a half an hour or an hour and sometimes I watch TV, sometimes I'm watching different YouTube videos, sometimes I'm just reading things, I need my time. And it's not like they can't disturb me. They come in and say, Mom, I need whatever. But they know that's my time. And I give them their time, too. I say, do your homework. And in the end of the evening, if you want to watch TV, you want to watch YouTube, you want to do whatever, that's fine. That's your time. And I have my time. Like, we're, we respect each other's time. And I think that's an important thing. I think in any relationship, to respect people's time is good. Because you need the time. You need the time to yourself to just unwind. And my kids have understood now how important that is. Because they know it's not fun to have a crabby mom. So they understand how important that is. And I understand how important it is for them to have their own time. And when we come together and do things together, it's great and it's fun. But we also know that we have to respect each other's time too. And so whatever is going to light your passion and your fire learning a language, taking an art class, doing a different craft, designing a room in your house. How fun would it be to design a room in your house that's just yours, like a spa room. Like you paint it the color you want, you have a piece of furniture you want, like something relaxing, you have a waterfall, you're burning sage and and the palo santo so that the room is just this awesome energy and you've got moldavite incense burning and you've got crystals all around and maybe this is just me this is just my room but honestly like another room for me would be like a beach theme room right like it's painted blue and there are wave sounds in the background and i have pictures of the ocean and of the sand that would be another totally and seashells everywhere would be my thing So what are you passionate about? What would make your heart sing and your soul sing? And a lot of these things don't take that much. To design a little room in your house, I know you're thinking, well, that would take... It really doesn't because it might just be a coat of paint and a, a wall hanging. You know, you do it little by little. You don't have to do everything at once, but you just start working on it or... Maybe the first thing you do is you go to Pinterest and you build this board to design the dream room that you want to have in your house and that's how it starts. You know what, that is amazing. Do it. That's gonna light your passion, like this is what I want. And then maybe it's, I saw this online and it was 10 bucks. Oh, I saw this and it was seven dollars and you just start buying things here and there. And then later you decide to design the room. You want to do what you need to do. Really, it's, it's one step at a time, you know? Maybe it's taking a cooking class. And maybe it's taking a cooking class that eventually you pair with a wine class so that eventually you can take that dream trip to Italy or to Paris where you do cooking and wine classes. You know, I mean, what are you passionate about? I know for us... We have a local grocery store that provides cooking classes. Like, you know how many years I've said I was going to do that? It's doing that. It's taking the class. It's taking the time to invest in yourself and doing what makes you passionate and happy. And you will thank yourself for it because when you make time for yourself you're going to benefit. Everyone's going to benefit around you in the long run because you're going to be happy. You're going to be happy again. And that's what people want. The greatest gift you can give to anyone is to be happy. Be happy for yourself because when you're happy, then we treat others better. We're more fun to be around. So be kind to yourself. So I wanted to pull a card before I ended this. And the deck that I used was the Romance Angels by Doreen Virtue. And the card I actually pulled was Passion. It says, allow your heart to sing with joy. And the message from this card is exactly what I've been talking about all along, which is do that, which sets your soul on fire. What are you passionate about? Whether it's in your romantic life, your personal life, your career, whatever, do that, which makes you happy and that you're passionate about. And you will never go wrong. You will never be steered wrong when you do that. Because when you're happy, it's like that sign that they used to have. And I think it was always like in country stores, but it's when mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. But it's true. When you're happy, everyone around you is happy because you're just much more pleasant to be around and you're a much more you just glow you're beautiful you shine because everyone can see your happiness so invest in yourself today you're worth it please do that god wants you to god loves you you deserve the time and the energy and the effort to be happy so please do that for yourself Whether it's one small step at a time or you do something grand, whatever, just take care of you. I hope that you find passion in every day of your life and I just want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast. You know, if you're like me, sometimes even taking time out to listen to my favorite podcasts is a way that I'm kind to myself because I'm giving myself the gift of learning and being around people who understand me. It's like you guys are my soul tribe. And we all we all are on the same journey, just on different places on the same journey. But we all understand each other, one another. And I love that. I mean, I love that there's a place people can go. And I'm so super hard finding the words even but I'm so honored that I my podcast this platform is a place that you can go and I know that there have been many others who have been that for me and I'm super grateful to them and for them so take care of yourself and if you like this podcast please share it with others so that we you know we're We're the light for others, and we're trying to help as many people as possible. And you telling one person and someone else telling one person is a way to spread this light, and it doesn't take much. And I understand, you know, if I had told people about the podcasts I listened to, they might have looked at me like, why are you listening to that? That's very strange. But I did tell people, and you know, I just wanted other people to feel as happy as I felt as whole as i felt because this healed me so much and i know i've heard from so many people who say it helps them and if it helps you it's gonna help others so let's be the light for others you know let's be the reason that people get out of bed every morning and are happy and joyful about life i love that i love 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 that that's what this podcast is doing for people. And I love you all. I'm thankful that you're here with me and you're a part of my journey. I hope that you're living a life that makes you happy. And if you're not, please take the steps to change that because the divine wants you to be so happy and you deserve that. That's what we're here for. Join me on my Facebook Lives this week, Tuesday. Tuesday and it's at 7 central i will pick some people for free card reading even if you can't be there live if you watch the replay and you let me know you were there for the replay i still pick a few people from the replay to give a card reading to it's always what they need to hear too i'm so blown away by the universe it's not me it's the universe i just ask please give this person what they need to hear to be healed And even when I pick the deck, you know, I say, what deck should I use? And I just go with what I'm given. And almost always in every situation, people tell me I needed to hear that. And it's like, yeah, I know the universe knew that. So join us. And it's always a lot of fun. We always learn a lot of new things. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Go to my website and subscribe to my website and you will receive a free morning and evening meditation. I so believe in starting and ending your day with meditation. Go to my website too just to check out the services I offer. If you feel like you need extra help getting unstuck or just with healing or with anything, you can check out the different services I offer. There's so many ways to work with me. I have guided meditations. I have Reiki sessions. I have card readings, and I have coaching, and now soon past life regressions. I don't have that on my website yet, but that will be there soon. I am still like doing practice sessions, and I'm going to be certified within the next week or so. And it It's going to be one more thing that I offer. I'm super excited about that. So just check everything out that I have to offer. And as always, take care of yourself. I love you guys, and I am sending you massive love and light And I will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.